Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Truth About Trucking. Live. Hosted by Alan Smith, a 30-year OTR veteran, business entrepreneur, and motor carrier transportation consultant. Specializing in assisting students and new drivers. And pushing forward to raise the standards of the trucking industry. And now, live from beautiful Citrus County, Florida, here's your host, Alan Smith. Rigquote.com, 
and see for yourself. That is rigquote.com. So, um, so really, it's just kind of open discussion. Um, we'll just kind of talk about what I have a few little things we're going to discuss. Uh, just things in the news. Uh, did you hear? Um, did you hear about this little uh, trucking company uh, out of Forest, Mississippi? I believe it was. It's called Halls Trucking Company. I don't think it was a very big company, uh, but a, a whole slew of law enforcement uh, officers. Um, just swarmed out on the place, I guess, the first of this week and uh, found a little over 270 pounds of marijuana. It was seized from their operation. And uh, so I guess they were doing a little drug dealing on the side. Uh, actually been like a year-long investigation with uh, federal authorities and state authorities all involved. And uh, I just saw that on the news a little while ago. Uh, but... Um, just outside of uh, Jackson, Mississippi, I think it was. So uh, I guess they just didn't have enough freight to handle with. But that was one of the little things I saw when I was kind of skimming across there. So not 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 a good thing there. But but anyway, glad you're here with us. Uh, and uh, I remembered. I know Donna's going to be wondering. Did you remember the chat? So uh, yeah, I remember the chat. And uh, we have uh, already have several guests in there. And Patches, I see Patches in there, so uh, welcome to you, Patches, and all the guests that are there. And uh, you know, one thing about our Blog Talk Radio show, um, you know, Blog Talk Radio is out of New York, and uh, so our call-in number is a New York number. But uh, you can call into the show for free using Skype. And what you do is you just go to Blog Talk Radio and you um, make your own account. Uh, just make your own profile. It's free. And if you have Skype on your computer, uh, on the show page, uh, there'll be a little button there that says call in to host. And you can click on that and call into the show on Skype. And it doesn't cost you a dime. So I thought I would uh, reiterate that because a lot of people ask me about how to call in and everything. But you can call in um, for free using Skype there. So that's something I wanted to pass along too. So um what are we going to talk about tonight you know um well i saw donna she just popped up and then she popped off um you know have have you seen the um june issue of truckers news it's a, a great story by todd deals on uh jazzy jordan and her run across america to uh benefit the saint christopher truckers development and relief fund and to bring awareness of those in need of medical insurance and coverage. It's, it's a nine-month journey, actually a nine-and-a-half-month journey, starting in California on September 1, 2009, and Jazzy ran her way into Times Square in New York City on Tuesday, June 15, 2010, nine-and-a-half months and 3,200 miles later. Just an amazing accomplishment, and Truckers News just did a incredible story on it in their June edition um, and it did some good it was a success St. Christopher Executive Director Donna Kennedy uh, has said that the number of applications that they have received for help has gone up dramatically now if you don't know what uh, if you don't know about St. Christopher Truckers Development and Relief Fund uh, they help truckers and truckers families uh, who are in need of uh, 
paying their medical, you know, bills, medical assistance. And uh, so that was what Jazzy was running for, to bring attention to that. And just an amazing story. And donations just poured in by truckers and non-truckers alike, by donations, uh, buying T-shirts and other various means through Jazzy's website, runwithjazzy.com. And Jasmine Jazzy Jordan just may be going down in the records book as the youngest woman to ever run across America. And uh, the most remarkable thing about this young lady, who is now 17, is she did it all for bringing attention to those who need medical coverage in this country. Her run across America brought in sponsors like uh, apparel maker Sacconi for her running shoes, uh, trucking industry companies like Dayrat, I believe, for about $300 a month for fuel. And Cat Scales, we all know about Cat Scales, provided cash donations. And uh, another Sleep Dog Mattresses provided the mattress and the RV where Jazzy could rest and get ready for the next day run. And uh, it was just an amazing story. And truckers from all over the country caught up with her from time to time and showed their support by cash donations or buying a Jazzy T-shirt or just even shaking her hand. And so uh, stop by your local pilot or Flying J truck stop, truck stops all over America, really, and pick up the June edition of Trucker's News. It's a great magazine. And uh, check out this amazing accomplishment by 17-year-old Jazzy Jordan. And she didn't do it for recognition. She didn't do it for fame. Uh, she did it for you all the truckers and families of truckers and for those in need of medical insurance assistance or coverage. And uh, she did it. She made it. it. took her nine and a half months, and I know it wasn't easy. She had uh, some injuries along the way, and uh, but just a heck of a trooper. She made it. California to New York City, nine and a half months, 3,200 miles, and 17 years of age. So it's just a just an amazing amazing thing, and so we want to say uh, thank you, Jazzy, for what you did and the attention you brought to uh, truckers and uh, the need for people who are are without medical coverage. And uh, we'll get into that a little bit more. What's the best way to thank Jazzy right here on Truth About Trucking Live? Well, the best way to thank her is in song. <laughs>
the, this is the woman that Jazzy actually dedicated this run to. Her sister was there to greet her. And the very last mile of the run, Jazzy put on a winter jacket, which was um, Sheila's company winter jacket, because Sheila worked for um, Lee's, Lee's uh, trucking company. She was a driver and a, and a close family friend. So she ran that last mile, it was about 80 degrees that day, with that winter jacket on. And when she approached, uh, Anne said it was extremely emotional. It was a lot of tears. And um, it, from there, the first person who interviewed her was ABC, and then NBC News, and then Fox News. She had flowers and group pictures. And actually, I got to snap that shot. I snapped it right off of that Earth Cam. Uh, that cam in Times Square, and we posted it on Facebook. And you can see them taking that group shot right live in Times Square. So, uh, yeah, so it was, I mean, I was, I was just like, I was really moved just, just watching it, um, on the, on the camp, and it was very, very exciting. Um, I, I did, um, later on, if you want to call, uh, Lee up, he, he said it would be better, um, if you could call him if, if you had time and wanted, you know, to discuss all this. I know he's been on, um, Freewheeling and a couple other shows. I know he's been on Dave's show, and you know I, I'm sure they're very tired, but he's always um, excited to, to discuss the St. Christopher's Fund and um, everything that Jazzy sacrificed. And, and I really want to stress that that she sacrificed tremendously. Uh, this girl went through continuous pain, um, and and really never complained never did anything, but she was in a lot of pain, rain, snow, cold weather, uh, that accident that this car crashed into the truck, uh, thank God Jazzy was in the truck and not running in front of it at the time, that, that could have been a tremendous catastrophe, so we're very, very grateful about that, but just a marvelous human being, an inspiration to so many people, so I want to just thank her and her dad and her mother and her brother for all the sacrifices uh, they also have uh, endured during this time. Yeah, they definitely went through a lot, and she did. She had a she had an injury kind of early on, didn't she? And sidelined yeah. her for like a month. Yeah, she she's had some some problems on and off. Um, it was, I believe, her her left leg or uh, knee, if, if Lee calls in, I guess we can, or if you call him, we can get the details on all that. But uh, I believe it was her her left her left leg was she, she had a lot of problems. Okay, uh, where are you at right now? Well, we're going to, I'm actually, I'm probably, um, I've got about another maybe 10 minutes to be with you tonight. I'm going to try to get through this other thing because we're, we're almost to destination, and I want to see those babies before they put them to sleep. <laughs> uh, I know, I know. Okay, well, I knew you had some inside, uh, inside views there on when she ran into um, uh, Times Square and uh, just looking here in the, in the uh in the chat uh dan little of ou is with us hi dan glad to see you there trucker desiree's in there and uh i just oh, I uh, good. Huh? 
No, go ahead. Oh, no. Dan and Desiree, it just reminded me, I just wanted to tell folks that Desiree and I are the, um, the staff writers, two of the staff writers now for OOU. So um, we're really happy to do that. Um, there's a lot of great things to write about, and so as well as the Ask the Trucker blog and everything else we write about, that's one more thing for us. Yeah, and OOU, we're talking about... Um Dan Little there, who's uh, the president of OOU. That's the uh, owneroperatorsunited.org. He's doing a lot of work, uh, especially um, in contacting Ray LaHood's office about the uh, NAFTA and uh, opening the border and just doing a lot of great work there. So you and Trucker Desiree now are uh, been designated. Uh, um, designated what? Staff writers. Staff writers, yeah. <laughs> Staff writers for uh, the OOU site. So I'm seeing all this stuff flashing on my screen, and I'm losing my train of thought. So, But, uh, okay, well, great. Well, listen, if you only have about ten minutes then, um, uh, I just wanted to add, too, you know, you, you can still go to uh, Jazzy's website, runwithjazzy.com, and uh, check everything out there and still continue to help uh, to support her and the St. Christopher Fund. Um but one thing, if you only have like 10 minutes, Donna, we, I also wanted to touch on um, uh, Jason's Law Call to Action coming up on June 28th. Right, right. right. and that's, that's something that, you know, really needs to be out there um, tonight. We have a lot of people on board with this. Uh, we have uh, Owner Operators United on with us. Uh, Elida is on. And, uh, oh, by the way, Elida was down there with Jazzy was running, too. I believe Charlie, I can't think of his last name, but he was down there with her. Um, that just reminded me of that. Uh, the ATA is on board with this. Now, so far, uh, owner-operator uh, and us and Elida, we've all um, mentioned this 28th we're kind of waiting for ATA to post something um, because we know that they are on board uh, Jason's Law. So we're hoping to see that from them also. Uh, let's see. Those okay. are, uh, can you hear me okay? Uh, you're kind of breaking up a little bit, so you may not be coming in very good. bad part of Louisiana. It's real rural over here. That's okay. Might be calling in tonight. Uh, what we're asking is everybody on June 28th to call your congressmen uh, and senators. You could go on our site. On the inside, there's a link that uh, will take you right to your specific senator or uh, congressman. And to uh, ask for, uh, for Jason's Law. Jason's Law, it will provide safe trucker parking. Uh, and uh, why do we need that? Well, you know, everyone knows what happened to Jason Rivenberg. Uh He couldn't find uh, a suitable parking. He parked in an abandoned gas station, and um, he was shot and killed uh, for the $7 that he had on him. Uh, many, many, many drivers are always complaining, especially up in the Northeast, that there isn't enough uh, parking. Uh, what this what this means is many times drivers are forced to drive when they're tired until they can seek uh, parking. Uh, this pilot program, although it's a baby step into uh, a, a much better vision for more trucker parking, 
is a step in the right direction, and it will provide more space for parking. So if anyone out there has ever had a problem parking, needs to uh, support Jason's law on June 20th by calling up your congressman and uh, senators. Uh, at a time when the FMCSA is very, very uh, diligent about the safety issues, uh, trying safer highways, highways and uh, uh, just all kinds of new rules, mandates, and regulations. Uh, this is a hand-in-hand law that would go into all that. This is strictly about safe trucker parking, uh, and drivers will okay. have no problem with that. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, well, I'll go over some more. I'll go over some more, too. I'm afraid maybe you're not coming in very clear. I mean, I heard everything, but it's kind of hard to tell. Okay. Well, you, I wanted you to, if you could, um, there's a, what they can say when they call up uh, so that they're most effective. Yeah, I will. I, okay. <laughs> you make sure I do everything right now. <laughs> <laughs> so... But I will, but, yeah, it may just be the area that you're in, so I, I want everything to be clear and everything. But, anyway, you just need to you need to just get there and, and uh, enjoy yourself, and I guess I'll see you in about a week. Right, right, just a little less than a week. Okay. All right, well, I'll be talking with you. Okay, everybody, and thanks, everybody, and I'll talk to you later. All right, bye. Bye. All right, so, yeah, she's in Louisiana having a good time. I'm here stuck working, so I'm going to have about a week, I guess, where I'm back to uh, TV dinners and bologna and cheese sandwiches. So that's about my about my limit on things. But the Jason's Law call to action, June 28th, that's the day that's been de- designated as the official call-in day for Jason's Law. And uh, like Donna was saying, everyone uh, – that we know is on board with this day, uh, I mean, including us and OOU, Owner Operators United, uh, and OIDA. And OIDA also uh, uh, made a uh, put in an article in their Landline magazine that you can read. You can go to Landline, uh, I believe it's Landline.com, just the Landline magazine, the magazine for OIDA. They put it in there. They're calling for uh, June 28th as the uh, call to action for Jason's Law. And we've written a, a few posts about this on, on our Ask the Trucker blog. Uh, but to those of you who uh, haven't heard about it, like Donna was saying, Hope Rivenberg, along with Congressman Tonko, uh, the congressman out of the state of New York, who is the originator uh, of the bill H.R. 20, uh, 2156, and have designated June 28th as a day of recognition for Jason Rivenberg and Jason's law. So, uh, Hope Rivenberg called us to tell us that the request is for everyone to call up their congressman and or congresswoman and senators and urge them to support HR 2156 and safe truck parking. And uh, we've we've discovered that the bill Jason's law has been stalled in the Transportation and Infrastructure Committee, where uh, James uh, Oberstar, Oberstar of Minnesota resi- resides as the uh, chair and john micah of florida is the ranking republican and there's no apparent reason that this bill should not pass uh as donna said especially since 2010 is the year of safety which has been displayed by the enforcement of uh, csa 2010 
which is an all-out campaign by the FMCSA to improve highway safety and uh, implement stricter rules and regulation on both drivers and carriers. And presently, there's over 40 co-sponsors for the Jason's Law Bill. So here's what you can say when you call. Uh, first, ask the staffer in charge of, the tr- of uh, transportation. And then ask them to please ask their boss to co-sponsor H.R. 2156, known as Jason's Law. And uh, we'd like uh, everyone to explain, uh, explain that you live in their state and you are very concerned about the risk of highway safety caused by the inadequate number of available parking uh, facilities for professional truck drivers, and explain that the drivers of these uh, big rigs are forced to drive tired until they can find a decent place to park, and that is causing a major safety risk to themselves and the general public as well. And and you can uh, go on to explain that the bill was named like Donna said, after a truck driver who could not find safe parking, and Jason, as we all know, parked in an abandoned gas station, and um, his life was taken for just $7. So this is a very important bill that needs to be uh, get a jump start again on it. It's just sitting there, stalled in the Transportation and Infrastructure Committee, and it shouldn't be. So June 28th, is the call to action day for Jason's Law, and uh, we join in with uh, OOU and OIDA and ATA to um, help give this thing a push and get it rolling and make Jason's Law a law, and that would provide safe uh, truck parking for truckers across the country. So June 28th, um, if you would do that, it would be of great importance and help. Just contact your congressman or congresswoman and senators and uh, tell them all that and urge them to support the bill. Uh, let's take a couple calls here real quick. Uh, I'll take the first one here, and then we'll kind of move on. I believe this is Patches, Delaware, area code 302. Uh, go ahead. You're on the air. Yeah, I agree with Jason's law. Uh, it's That's something that's been needed for years. And yeah, it, it is. It is. And it's a shame that... Uh, some states are closing rest areas now. And yeah, also, and, and it may, may even get worse. <laughs> oh, making things a lot worse. Yeah, you, you could uh, make one trip and turn around. And say, for instance, uh, you leave uh, Pennsylvania. You're heading down toward Texas. By the time you get back, there's going to be some rest areas closed. Yeah, regardless of what you do. Some truck stops are even going to be closed. So th- yeah. it's getting harder and harder out there to uh, find a safe place. And it, it's just awesome. Yeah, especially in certain parts of the country. And I think things are going to, we're going to see some worse times coming simply because, uh, I mean, we're still not through this recession. And some of the things that are going in, going on in politics, I have a feeling we may be seeing even a deeper recession uh, next year, so that's not good news either. So uh, this is a bill everybody needs to jump on board, and, I mean, OIDA, OOU, ATA is on board with it, and and Patches, everybody just needs to uh, do what they're recommending and do this call to action, don't you think? I agree. If they, yep. if they don't, it's not just the, the truckers are going to be suffering. The consumer and is going to, is going to be the one that suffers the most. 
because if we're tired, we're not going to deliver. If we can't be safe, what's going to happen? And you know, it's it's a double-edged sword against the uh, the government <coughs> for not acting on this sooner. Well, anything that kind of goes with trucker safety is uh, always seems to kind of get pushed under the rug by uh, uh, by a lot of these people. And and, and what's ironic about that is that uh, this is uh, the year that's been called the year for safety. And, you know, with the 2010 and everything like we were discussing. But I think uh, uh, providing, you know, a safe and decent, secure parking area for truckers, I mean, that, that should be right up the ladder there. Yeah, that, that falls in with the, the CSA 2010. And what new regulations are they going to put in uh, for that aspect of it? Uh, I've heard now that they've pushed uh, the CSA back to uh, 2011. And I can't say that's right or wrong. Uh, I haven't looked at it lately. I thought that uh, I saw something where I thought that um, it was going to begin effect in September, but uh, I think I think a large portion of it is uh, 2011. I, I think it's even going to stretch. If I'm not mistaken, I don't have my notes here, but I think 2010 is even going to kind of stretch into uh 2013 maybe even so i don't have everything here in front of me so it's kind of a kind of spread out you know for the next couple of years but i do think some parts of it it was supposed to be in july but i believe they pushed it up to uh september if i'm not mistaken at least some parts of it well i understand that uh i think it was the last part of august first september somewhere in that yeah something like that yeah but the way they're acting with it changing it one day say today it's one way tomorrow it's a different way yeah i think that's kind of that's kind of why we all kind of laid back because you know we were doing shows on it and writing articles about it and we we do a show we do an article and then uh the very next day everything would be changed so i i think everybody just kind of kind of said well let's just sit back and wait and see until they figure out exactly what's going to happen with this thing well, I agree. I agree with you. But there again, if they don't have the correct people and they're trying to uh, make sense of this, they're they're not going to make sense of it. And uh, it's going to be as we already are what you call in double jeopardy, in a way. But with this uh, CSA 2010, when that goes in, the way they've got it written now, the way it seems, we're going to be in triple jeopardy. So what are, what are we supposed to do? Well, we're just going to do whatever they tell us to do, <laughs> basically <laughs> what, it, what it boils down to. I, I know they're working on it. I think I think a lot of the changes came about because they were listening to drivers and they listened to this show and they listened to other shows and and they listened to what everybody was saying and then they would go back to the drawing board. So I think that played a big part in it. And uh, but like I said, everybody's just, just kind of. A, I know Mike Rohn of RMR Consultants, who's an expert in this thing, have all just laid back now, you know, because uh, like I said, it was. Well, they need to uh, make up their mind uh, one way or the other whether they're going to uh, more or less start it now, okay, that so we can all make up our minds, or are they just going to put it on hold until they can get a good handle on it. And I think the best thing is 
for them to put it on hold so they can get a good handle on it. Now that's myself. Can anybody hear me? Uh oh. <laughs> Alan, you lost me. <laughs> Oh, well, if anybody can hear me, post. Oh, what's happened? Okay, Desiree. Now, this, uh... It's just hard, you know, this uh, CSA 2010. It, it's just taking a big chunk out of everybody. It's not just one person. Everybody. Okay, okay, I'm back here. We are. Uh, yeah, I had a, <clears throat> had a call in, knocked me off, but uh, so I missed some of what you're saying. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, everybody held on there, but... Uh, but yeah, anyway, I, I heard I heard part of what you were saying. The uh, I, you know, but you know, the way I look at it is whatever they whatever they come up with and hand down. Well, that's what we're that's what truckers are going to have to abide by. That's just the way it is. I agree, but <laughs> heck, they should make up their minds. Uh, I know that they want everything to change uh, for yeah. the safe for safety, but at the same time, uh, why put something out there? that they know for sure is not going to work. And the way they've got it uh, going right now, some aspects will work, but they, they can't see that. And some of the aspects of it won't work because it's blaming the driver for basically all things, and that can't be. Yeah, you can't I know. the company, companies for all things. And so... You've got to uh, put a defined area that what is actually the company's uh, responsibility and what actually is the driver's responsibility. That's what they're not doing. They're saying if the company gets a ticket, the driver gets a ticket. That that's double jeopardy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of people a lot of people agree, and that's still one of the biggest problems that we're seeing with it. Uh, you know, we've said before, just like, you know, a driver rolls down the road and gets a nail in the tire and gets caught, you know, then he gets hit for that. So, yeah, there's problems with it, but I guess, you know, we're just going to have to deal with uh, whatever they hand down and uh, and live with it. So that's all we can do with that. But uh, thanks, Patches. I appreciate it. I want to get on to another caller here from um, uh, Oklahoma, area code 918. Uh, welcome to the show. Go ahead. Hey, it's Jan. Oh, hi, Jan. How are you? Good, good. Hey, I you was were there in the other day. Huh? Yes, I was, and that was something else. Let me tell you, that last little bit, Lee got out and was running, and Paulette got out and was running. Of course, Levi ran for quite a while, and then had the uh, the New York running, the New York Police Department running club behind her, and Lee was revving up the crowd screaming and yelling and clapping and getting the crowd going and it was it was really something <laughs> well i'm good you know I'm, I'm glad she had a finish like that because she deserves it you know and 
And, uh, you know, we we talked with her on the show once, uh, her and her dad, and and she's just a sweet little girl, and she was just not doing this for, you know, any recognition or nothing. But, you know, dadgummit, she needed a little recognition when she hit Times Square, you know? Yeah, she did, and she got it. She got it. Good. Good. Now, they was treated Jim her real you? well. Yeah, he bobtailed the truck in. He oh, took okay. up the rear. I was sitting on the tailgate of Paulette's car. She, she was in front, Paulette's um, pilot vehicle, her, her truck, and there was a bunch of us sitting on the back, some family and friends from Minnesota. And um, then, then the Jazzy was right behind the truck, but I, you know, facing us because I was sitting on the tailgate. And then behind her was her dad, and I believe Randy Grothy was in his vehicle, um, Sheila's husband. And then behind him, um, a driver by the name of Robert Curran brought one of his friend's pilot cars, and she drove it, and he got out and ran every now and then. Um, he's a flatbed driver, and he provided us with some signs, big, big, huge signs that he had done up real nice. Um, we put one on the truck, and they had one on the car. Um, but he'd been driving around with these signs on his truck for I don't know how long. Wow. And, um, yeah, it was pretty neat. And um, the guy from um, Truckero's, uh magazine, it's the Latino large car magazine, mm-hmm. he was with her from, I think, like halfway through New Jersey. He, he joined up with them and was there, you know, for like, I don't know, the last 60 or 80 miles. I, I'm not sure, you know. But um, he was there, and he, on Monday had some of the truckers that he knew in the area following her. She had quite a bit of a convoy on Monday. Um, and then behind that pilot car that I was telling you about was um, Jimmy in our truck. And we had uh, vinyl put on the side of it with the St. Christopher's logo and Jazzy's logo um, and Truckers Tracks and um, the Keys Truckers on there, all supporters of the St. Christopher's Fund. And it says, proud to support. And uh, that was pretty cool. And we had a big American flag on one side and the Jazzy, run with Jazzy on the front. And Jimmy was honking the horn all the way through the city. So it was pretty nice. It was pretty cool for him, I'm sure, Bob, Bob Jalen into Times Square. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah, um, that, would, that would have been awesome. But it had to be, like Donna said, it, it had to be very, very emotional. It was. It was. And, you know, at, at there that last that last little bit, you know, when she had that jacket on, you, I've got pictures, and you could just see the anguish in that girl's face. You know, when's it going to be over? When's it going to be over? Yeah. <laughs> and the girls behind her um, with the running club were cheering her on, just a little bit more, girl, just a little bit more, girl. You got it, you got it, keep going. Oh, yeah. You know, they were really, you know, cheering her on and stuff. It was really, really neat. And um, there was a guy that came down from his office that had been following the Twitter updates. And he was waiting for just the right moment to take his lunch break. Mm -hmm. Sergio was his name. I can't remember his last name. And he came down just at the right time, and um, I think he ran like five or six blocks. And so it it, it was really cool. People just joining in out of the blue, you know. And um, it it was really neat. And then the press was there. And, of course, the Naked Cowboys showed up. uh, But uh, that that, that was interesting. 
Well, Donna, Donna doesn't remember, and I, I have no idea how she can forget the naked cowboy. But we've been up there, I know. And, and 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 he was out there doing his thing, but she just doesn't remember. Well, you know, Jazzy doesn't watch television. You know, uh-huh. um, she's 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 got other things to do. Even even when she's home, she doesn't watch TV. You know, that's what that's what her parents tell me. And um, so she had no idea who this guy was. So yeah. you know, he walks up and and. You know, <laughs> could be a little shocker, huh? <laughs> the look on her face was priceless. It was like, what the, you know? <laughs> yeah, I would like to see that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm oh, like, oh, yeah. I got to make a cowboy. It was, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. yeah but, well, that, um, that's fun. Well, I'm glad she had a finish like that. And yeah. well, I would have given anything to have been there and seen that because she, she deserved it. It's just a remarkable thing she did. It was great. And Chris from Freewheeling came down and talked to her, and I believe he had her on the air right there the last few minutes of his show, right there live down there in Times Square. That was pretty cool. Oh, and um, uh, Jeff Heinrich from the St. Christopher's Fund, he was there. He came down from Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, who else, who else was there, Jimmy? I don't want to forget anybody's name. <laughs> oh, yeah, Charlie Morash from Oida. He can run. Really? He ran eight miles with her the day before. Oh, and man. Man, well, that guy can I, run. I, I, I won't mess with him then. I mean, I don't think I could make it a quarter of a mile. He's something else, and what a nice guy, too. Really, really well, nice guy. Well, that's good that he was there representing Oida and, and uh, everybody. So that, that's just great. I, I, I imagine you got a lot of pictures. I've got lots of pictures, and I just want to encourage everybody to keep on donating to the St. Christopher Fund because um, they have been able to help 200 people now so far, drivers, with the money that has been raised, and, oh, and they wow. want to be able to help more. They want to, and Lee was saying this the other day, that he wanted to see the waiting list done away with, and it mm-hmm. would be so great, you know, and just... You can make a monthly pledge where, it, uh, it, even if it's just a dollar or five dollars or whatever you can afford, um, mm-hmm. who's going to miss that? And every yeah. dollar counts, you know. Oh, and yeah. um, Lee can give you more details than me because you know he knows a heck of a lot more about it. I'm very new on the scene, so I'm not going to try to talk about something that I'm don't have all the knowledge for, but. Um, when you get him on, um, he can fill you in on, on the rest. And I'm sure Jazzy will want to talk, too. <laughs> okay. She All got right. to go I'll shopping to yesterday. Oh, good. Yeah. She deserves but... that, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, 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 you know try to get, I'll try to get them on. I'm sure they're tired and weary, and I, I guess they're headed back to California. Yeah, uh, not California. They're from Minnesota. Oh, I, th- oh, I thought they were from California. No, they started in California. You know, they live in Dalton, oh. Minnesota, which is um, just, I don't know, about 30, 40 miles, maybe more east of um, Fargo, North Dakota. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're not All too right. far from Fargo. They're, and um, it's, it's Dalton, Minnesota is, is their hometown. That's where they live. All right. All right. Well, thanks for the update. I knew you were there, so um, it's it's good to hear it's good to hear all those good things. And uh, you know, she 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 deserved a finish like that. She did a great job. Yeah, she did. She did. We 
we kind of there was there was a lot going on, and she was wanting to ice and stuff. So we kind of cut out of there, um, so that everybody could have you know, so the family could have some breathing room. And um, but uh, they've they're they're doing they're all doing good right now, from what I understand. But make sure you get them on later. Give him a call because I talked to him, and I know he was wanting to talk to you. So okay, I'll try to do it. All right, thanks. Uh, thanks, Jan. Bye. I appreciate it. Uh, that's Jan McCarter and her husband Jim there of the keystruckers.com. So they were there in Times Square. So that was pretty cool. So, um, all right. So that's Jazzy Jordan running across America and Jason's Law Call to Action. Those are two important things that we wanted to get across in this show. And, um, you know, we've, we, we've all heard about California and the clean energy program concerning clean air and making trucks burn cleaner and all that good stuff and all these new regulations being forced on drivers out there, especially those drivers working out of the ports and harbors. And, and have you heard about what some trucking companies are forcing drivers to do all because of this clean energy program? It's just unbelievable. And uh I'll uh, I'll be right back after this short break to tell you about it. So any comments, 347-826-9170 is our call-in number. Uh, back in three minutes, stick around, because you're going to want to hear what they're doing out there. It ain't right, man, it sucks. When the big old companies make a billion bucks On the backs of the working man Driving trucks and cars It takes 1,200 bucks to fill this rig While I'm stuffing the pockets of some big wig He don't care if I've maxed out my credit card The only trick I get for my truck Is the jack and the price when I fill it up It's like pumping my money down an endless What they gonna do when the big rigs don't roll? Tell me what they gonna do when the big rigs don't roll? Oh. I don't need a college degree to figure out that they're ripping off me. They get a big tax break and all I get's the shaft. Insurance goes up if my credit is down. If I sink any lower, I'm gonna drown. And I ain't getting no help from a bureaucrat, no. The only trick I get for my truck is a jack in the price when I fill it up. It's like pumping my money down an endless hole. But what they gonna do when the big rigs don't roll? Tell me what they gonna do when the big rigs don't roll. If mama hadn't taught me the golden rule, I'd tell those big wigs what to do. With the nozzle on the pump where I get my gas But I'm a good boy and I won't do that All my truck is a jack in the price when I fill it up. It's like pumping my money down an endless hole. But 
What they gonna do when the big rigs don't roll? Tell me what they gonna do when the big rigs don't roll? What they gonna do when the big rigs don't roll? Okay, that was What They Gonna Do When The Big Rigs Don't Roll, written by Barry Allen and David Ayers, and you can download that song and others from Barry's website, myspace.com slash the song plugger, and that was John Johnson providing the vocals, does a great job, doesn't he? And John runs the Johnson Brothers Recording Studio out of Covington, Georgia, and you can check out his site at mysongdemo.com. And so liven things up the bat there a bit. So while I got these this phone situation taken care of, um, okay, California always leading the way in new regulations and policies, right? Well, their clean energy program is causing trouble for truck drivers in ways you might never have imagined. And some trucking companies just can't afford to retrofit their trucks with the new equipment needed to meet the standards you know of the new law so some have figured out a way to get out of it and put all the responsibilities on the drivers uh patches was touching on that a minute ago it always goes to the driver but i've been informed by a driver working out in compton california uh, out there in the harbors that the company he was driving for as a company driver is now forcing drivers into a truck lease program. So like it or not, they will now become owner-operators, picking up all the expenses of the truck. But, but that's not the unbelievable part. The truck which this driver was operating is also operated by a company driver, slip seating. It will be a slip seat operation. So the driver will pick up all expenses of the truck plus be charged $80 per day and still share his truck in a sleep in a uh, slip seat company driver position. And yeah, you heard me right. He was going to he was going to be forced into a lease program with the truck he was driving, taking on all the expenses of an owner operator, plus be charged $80 per day, plus still have to share his truck with a company driver in a slip seat operation. So how's that for a truck and company lease purchase program? And uh, the company, one of the companies doing this, uh, forcing drivers to do this, is out of Compton, California. And um, the driver wrote me some emails and was telling me all about it. And um, I just thought, boy, how amazing is that? I mean, how would you like for that to be a lease purchase program? You pick up all the expenses of the truck, be charged $80 a day, and you still have to ch share your so-called truck with a slip seat company driver. So I just think that may be a new one on the books. I don't think I've ever heard of that before. He didn't do it. He just said, well, how can uh, – that's just ridiculous. I mean, sharing my truck with a company driver, and I'm picking up all the expenses, so he was out of there. So everybody out there in Compton, California, working in the harbors, watch out. Be careful of that. And – he, he even told me that he had sent me the contract so I could see what it said. So I, I, I might, I might have to do that. That's one contract I'd like to see. And you know, I've, I've been talking about these truck and company lease purchase programs for five years now, and they are, 
without a doubt, probably the biggest scam in the trucking industry. And there are a handful of companies that have and offer decent lease purchase options, but but only a handful. The the biggest problem with these programs is that you are stuck with a company that you're leased with, and you can't take the truck with you if you quit. You have to turn the truck back in. So are you really an owner-operator? Is the truck ever really yours? And worse, you're at the mercy of that one company and the miles they provide. Uh, so this guy's story is just one out of thousands when it comes to these trucking companies' lease purchase deals, and this driver just had another another twist to it, forcing a so-called owner-operator to share his truck with another driver in a slip-seat operation. Now that is a new innovation even in these uh, company lease plans. So, uh, you know, the reason so many people find us is that we are the truth about trucking. I, I I was the first to publicly come out and expose these scams like this within the industry and how drivers are treated. And it's real easy what I do. I just tell the truth. That's it. I'm, I'm really glad this driver wrote me and told me his story. And, and it's the perfect setting for me to tell you the truth about truck leasing. Uh, like I said earlier, there are some companies out there that offer a decent lease purchase program. But the program is still basically the same. If you decide to quit or you want to go to another company, you can't. You're stuck with that company. So if, if you want to become an owner-operator through a leasing plan, I have the real solutions for you. It's called LoneMountainTruck.com. And Lone Mountain Truck Leasing has offices in Council Bluffs, Iowa, right there by Omaha, Nebraska, and another one in Tipton, Georgia. And with a small down payment and monthly payments around $1,000 or less, they offer one of the best lease purchase plans in the industry. You make the monthly payment, and when the last one is made, they hand over the title. No big balloon payment at the end. And their reputation and service is impeccable, and they are a company you can trust. And you can even check out their trucks online at LoneMountainTruck.com. And one driver, Michael Smothers, gives this testimony. He says, Lone Mountain took a chance on me and gave me a truck without the crazy down payment that other companies were asking for. Now I'm a year into my lease, and everything is going great. So stop setting yourself up for failure through these trucking company lease programs. Contact Lone Mountain Truck Leasing and do it the right way. LoneMountainTruck.com is their website, and tell them that you heard about them on Truth About Trucking Live, and you can thank me later. So that led me into his, that driver's story was just a perfect setup for that and it's the truth LoneMountainTruck.com but I don't think I'd ever heard anything like that before uh, in a lease program so Compton California watch out there working in the harbors uh, and you know what I'll try to do here I'll try to uh, I kind of hated to bother them because I you know I just know they're so busy but um, everybody keeps telling me to try to give them a call we're down to about 20 minutes here I'll try to get a hold of, let's try to get a hold of Lee Jordan, um, uh, Jazzy Jordan's father. Um, who's all in here? I see Tracy Lynn P. and Moo, M-U. Patch is still hanging in there. Dan Little, several guests uh, in the chat room. Uh, so let me try this thing here. We'll try to call. Uh, let me see here, and we'll see. we'll see if they answer. And maybe we can get Jazzy Jordan on here. And kind of hear from her words uh, the emotion, how the emotion was when um, she made it into Times Square after nine and a half months. 
3,200 miles. So there's the ring. Kind of a cool feature we have here now. Here, we'll just see what happens. If they're around. Hello? Uh, hi, is this Lee? Yes, it is. Oh, hey, Lee, this is Alan Smith with Truth About Trucking Live. I've got you uh, live on the air with us. Everybody kept telling me, call Lee, call Lee, so I hope I'm not bothering you. Um, no, no, I'm just about to fuel up the truck, so <laughs> it might be a little noisy. <laughs> oh, well, that's okay. You want me to try you back later? We just had about 20 minutes down here, and um, uh, just wanted to uh, kind of hear how how what it was like when uh, Jazzy made it into Times Square. Well, it really, it was incredible when she made it into Times Square. There was, uh, you know, a lot of people came out to run with her. Um, we only had one truck followed her in, Jimmy Jan McCarter, and the cops tried to run him off. But I'll tell you what, Jimmy planted his feet, and we're glad that he did. And he stayed with her right to Times Square with the big truck. And, no. uh, you know, he, he, he had just as much right as anybody else did. Yeah. Uh, just give me a half a second here. Sure. Well, see, now, Jan, if you're still listening, uh, you didn't tell us that part of the story. What's that? <laughs> oh, we had Jan McCarter on here a minute ago, and so she was telling us about it, but I was just telling our audience that uh, she didn't. She left that part of the story out. Well, you know, and probably out of respect, uh, but, you know, I, I was proud of Jimmy for doing that. He just, like I said, he planted his feet, and uh, and they stayed with us, you know, and because yeah. uh, they were saying the truck took up too much room. Well, it didn't take up too much room. He was bobtailing. Those buses yeah. take up more room than his truck did. So, you know, they weren't yeah. going to be run off. But, you know, let's get back to when she came into Times Square. There was a lot of people waiting for her. Uh, uh, representatives from the St. Christopher's Fund had a, a big uh, bouquet of flowers for her. And uh, that was really nice. Somebody else had a big bouquet of flowers for her. Um, of course, the media just was all over. As soon as she got in there, there was a lot of uh, uh, microphones in her face, a couple of cameras. It was great, you know. It was uh, it was a good ending to a very long journey. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier, you know. I mean, I was hoping, you know, she would get something like that because I'm, I know she didn't do it for the recognition or anything, but I just thought, you know, uh, you know, she she just she needed that, you know, because it was just a remarkable thing she did. And by what everybody's telling me, it it was just it just sounds really great when she made it in there. In all honesty, the way Jazzy is, that as humble as she is, if she could have ran into time uh, from L.A. to New York City uh, without any recognition, but the St. Christopher's Fund getting the donations that they need, that's the way she'd have done it because she wasn't about being the youngest girl, to, the youngest person to ever do this. It wasn't about any kind of press or recognition. Uh, it was a pure selfless, selfless act. And, oh. uh, you know, oh, and that, that's the way Jazzy is. But, of course, you know, and I had to talk to her for, for, for many weeks before uh, the, the TV interviews and the, uh, and the radio interviews went from me to her. And and still, even in the end, you know, I was still taking too many and too much of them up. She's just, she's a shy girl, and she just, uh, she speaks with her accent. And, and I really think that she spoke loudly to the trucking industry by not only uh, committing to do this, but finishing it. Uh, oh, you can oh, have nothing but respect for that. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. And, uh, 
I, I just consider the whole thing just a great success. And and I, when she made it in there, I was saying it, it had to be extremely emotional for her. It was. It was a, I think it was emotional for both of us. I know I had uh, tears in my eyes going going down Broadway watching her run. Um, yeah. Randy Grossi, who is the, the husband to uh, Sheila Grossi, the lady that she's running in memory of, uh, drove uh, her mom's pilot car, Jazzy's mom's pilot car in, and, and he cried the whole way. You know, it was uh, very emotional for everybody, but... Uh, it was emotional for me just to see my little girl complete complete that, you know. Uh, oh, to, I'm sure you got to be very proud. And I know I heard that she wore she wore Sheila's uh, winter coat too, the, like the last mile or something. She did. Uh, Jordan Enterprises gave uh, Sheila a jacket for Christmas uh, the year before she died because she was always going to be our employee, no matter what. And and Jazzy did. She wore her jacket in for the last mile. Wow. Well, you just be sure and tell her that uh, we're just really proud of her, and what she did was just an incredible thing. And um, the accomplishment is just amazing. And and just now it's just time to get home and get rested up. How is uh how's her injury? I mean, is she is she healing up okay? Is she all right? Well, we haven't had her to a doctor yet, and before I let her run again, you know, I want bone scans basically from, I think, the knees down, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't want to expose her to too much radiation, but at the same time, if there's a, a stress fracture in there, I think we really need to uh, to grab it. And, and Oh, yeah. I don't, in all honesty, I don't know that there isn't, but I don't uh, know that there is. Right. Yeah, just find out just for you know, peace of mind. And she's young enough; she can uh, she can get healed up, and shouldn't be any problems for her. I, I don't think that there's anything that she's done in this run that she could not overcome. Oh, I don't think so either. <laughs> well, I'll let you go. I know you're busy, and just uh, just tell her that we're just all proud of her, and we thank her for what she did to bring attention to the truckers and families that, and the St. Christopher Fund. It was just an amazing thing. Absolutely, and, and you know um, the drivers that are listening, and and any anybody that's listening, you know, a mere five dollars a month makes a huge difference to the St. Christopher's Fund. It, it, it doesn't make a big dent to us. I know the economy is tight, and times are tough. There's no two ways about it. You know, mm-hmm. I've watched my own company struggle uh, because the times are tough, and and even the pilot cars have struggled very badly. If it wasn't for them we may not have been able to complete. And, right. you know, uh, Paulette, Jazzy's mom, really needs uh, that recognition that she put everything on the line as well as um, Jazzy did to, to make this uh, run successful. And, oh, and, I know. Uh, yeah, times are hard, but a mere $5 a month, that's $50 a year. That's, what is that? One less cup of coffee a week. One less. Right. And right. the difference you can make in another driver's life is, is incredible well we're going to pass that on and you pass on to her and uh your wife because i know there's a lot of sacrifice going on but um it was just a remarkable thing we're we're just proud of her and proud of all of you and everything you did and and y'all just get rested up and take care we we just really appreciate it thank you all right take care now bye-bye bye-bye
uh, Lee Jordan, Jazzy Jordan's dad there. So these are kind of the two big stories that we're talking about tonight, just kind of chatting on uh, this open discussion. Jazzy Jordan completing her run across America. Uh, St. Chris Refine helping uh, truckers and truckers' family and anybody really who um, – who needs help with medical, you know, medical bills and everything like that? It's just a just a great thing, remarkable thing, and and of course the uh, call to action for Jason's Law, June 28th. Uh, we just want to keep reiterating that uh, really important thing to do, and so we hope you pick up that cause as well. And um, I'll take a short break, and I'll be back to wrap things up. Uh, we're getting down to about 20 minutes of this uh, broadcast of Truth About Trucking Live. And, hey, and, and during the break, check out treefrogpad.com. And, yeah, you heard me right, treefrogpad.com. It's becoming known as a truck driver's friend. So did I get your curiosity up? Check it out while you listen to Rob Anthony of RobAnthonyMusic.com performing his tribute to truckers down the road. So go there now and get one or two or three or however many you can, and you're going to love it. TreeFrogPad.com, and I'll be back in three minutes to wrap it up. Sets down on the painted sky. It's always hard to say goodbye. I never leave your smile behind. I take all of you with me. The open road it calls to me. The places I go, the people I see. I bring everything they need and help the world to move along. One mile down and a thousand more to go. Carry the load down the road. There's a heat that keeps me warm. Rain or shine, I weather the storm. The pictures I keep up above remind me of love that goes. Tell my son the faces I see They do they they rely on me One day you will understand I help the world to move along One mile down and a thousand more to go I carry the load down the road
Okay, thanks for joining this evening on Blog Talk Radio. And remember uh, two very important things here. The uh, um, Jason's Law call to action June 28th. Uh, everybody on board, call your congressmen, congresswomen, senators. Urge them to support this bill and get this thing out of the stalled state that it is in. This is something that is very important for our truckers across the country. So remember, June 28th is a call to action for Jason's Law. And, uh, again, visit visit Jazzy Jordan's website, runwithjazzy.com, and you can uh, I'm sure you can find her email there and send her your thanks and for everything that she did. I, it's just, I just can't get over it. That is a long way to run. So uh, tell her that you appreciate everything she did, and check out St. Christopher's Fund. It's just a great, a great organization that helps uh, – truckers and truckers' families who are having trouble paying medical bills. And uh, I want to thank uh, our sponsors and advertisers uh, for our show and our blog, Ask the Trucker, and the iPhone Trucker app, uh, LoneMountainTruck.com and RigQuote.com. And you just heard me talk about TreeFrogPad.com and our newest sponsor, which goes perfectly with what Jazzy Jordan just completed GoHealthInsurance.com and uh, check that out. That's that's a really great site. You can just go to AskTheTrucker.com and you can see uh, Go Health Insurance over there on the right hand side, and you can uh, click on it and find out uh, how they can provide you with low cost health insurance. It's really a great service, so I hope you check that out. Uh, thanks for joining us this evening on Blog Talk Radio. I have to be sure to send out a big hello to all of our international listeners. Uh, keep your emails coming. I really enjoy reading and hearing from you uh, all over North America and, and Africa, Switzerland, all over Europe. Uh, thanks for tuning in to Truth About Trucking Live from the good old USA. One listener from Brazil just wrote me and simply said that trucking in the U.S. sounds like it's not much different from Brazil. Uh, not sure what he meant by that, but it's probably not. But I'll just say keep on trucking, whether you're in Brazil, Japan, New Zealand, or wherever you're listening to our program. We appreciate it. Uh, everybody in the chat, thanks for being here. Trucker Desiree, I see you in there, and uh, Tracy Lynn, and everybody. Uh, Dan Little, thanks for being here. Uh, uh, Trucker Desiree may have went. I hope she's healing up. And doing better from when she was in a hospital where she uh, broke her knee, I think. Or it's just, uh, I think she's doing good. I'm sure she's still in pain. I saw her writing in the chat room. But uh, heal up and get well. And uh, that will do it for now. Uh, you can check out our show schedule at blogtalkradio.com slash truthabouttrucking. And we'll be back live on the air very, very soon. So thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you next time uh, right here. So until next time, for Truth About Trucking Live, I'm Alan Smith. Drive safe. And as always, thanks for listening.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.